0: So it's AJ and welcome to the D Plus Club. As always, I'll be bringing you the latest news and rumours in the world of Disney. I'll be covering what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And of course, each week we have a weekly movie club where we give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. In the last show, we covered the Disney Plus special Muppets Haunted Mansion as part of our Halloween episode. That episode, along with all previous episodes, is available now on all major podcasting platforms, including probably whichever one you're listening on right now. And for this last week's movie, we've been watching Moana, but I'll get back to that one a little bit later in the show. How's everyone's week been doing this past week? Personally, I have had less health problems than the week before, so I'm going to call that one a win. I have had a bit of a cough, so if my voice sounds a little bit rough, that's probably why, but it's nothing serious, it's just, you know... Time of year sort of thing. will wouldn't be surprised if I end up with a chest infection at some point in the near future. But apart from that, I've just been to some networking events. We've just been out like promoting the business here, there and everywhere sort of thing. I've been really, really, really busy at work. I feel like I am i don't know whether I'm coming or going at the moment. I've been doing that many different things. I don't feel as if I've been able to focus on one singular thing, but yeah, it's, it's, we're doing all right though. We've just got a lot on at the moment preparing for like Christmas and this and the other and also preparing into the new year as well. We also went to go and see my dad yesterday, so we all went around as a family, we had a takeaway, the kids were able to see the cousin as well who was around there, so uh, yeah, no, it's just been a really nice relaxing weekend. Speaking of relaxing weekends, I was originally booking next week off because I could have potentially been going to Orlando, but I've still decided that I'm not going to be recording next weekend, just because we've been able to book in some family things, with me moving a lot of things around thinking I might have been going to Orlando i just was able to like booking a lot of different family things over that same weekend so i'm still going to be taking that weekend off from recording a new episode so the next movie club which i'll come back to later um that's going to run over two weeks but it just means that we can have a little bit of family time but that's about it really hopefully everyone else has had a really great week of course drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the d plus club plus spleen the word plus of course just to let me know how you've been doing it's always nice to be able to hear from everyone now, though, it's time for the news, Now, I'm going to start off this week with, we got a brand new trailer. In fact, we've got a few different trailers, so I'll, I'll move on to those shortly. But we got a brand new trailer for Avatar The Way of the Water, ahead of its di- release on December 16th. And this trailer looks absolutely brilliant. The, the whole movie, it, it looks like it's going to be just visually stunning, and by the sounds of it, it's going to be very, very long as well. But yeah, it's it looks like it's going to be absolutely brilliant. The trailer we got to see see more of the like ocean, uh, ocean land, and the characters that are going to be around these ocean areas. But also a little bit more about the story that we may be able to tackle, and also the new characters that will be introduced to as well. But it looks really really good, I'm really looking forward to checking this one out. This is one that I think I'll probably be going to see with my dad at some point. My wife's not as interested, so probably watch it when it's released on uh, disney plus or when we buy it on itunes or something like that but uh, yeah she's not as interested in going to see it at the cinema let's say we also got a trailer this past week for the upcoming documentary mickey the story of a mouse which is actually due to be released in two weeks time yeah, two weeks' time. It's actually going to be released on Friday, November 18th, so I'll be recording that weekend. And this looks like a really nice documentary. It like, goes into the, the history of Mickey Mouse and the impact of Mickey Mouse on the culture of uh, not only Disney but around the world, how it's had an influence here, there, and everywhere almost. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking this one out. it be a really nice one to be able to watch on an evening, I think. So uh, I'll make sure to let you know my thoughts on that when we get round to watching it. We also received a first-look image this past week for the new Hulu and Disney Plus movie from 20th Century Studios titled Darby and the Dead, where, after suffering a near-death experience as a young girl, Darby Harper gains the ability to see dead people. As a result, she becomes introverted and shut off from her high school peers and prefers to spend time cancelling lonely spirits who have unfinished business on Earth. But all that changes when Capri, the Queen Bee of the School's most exclusive clique, unexpectedly dies in a freak hair-straightening accent, resulting in the obvious cancellation of her upcoming Sweet 17. Capri, however, pleads with Darby from the other side to intervene and convince Capri's friends to proceed with the party as planned. In order to appease the wrath of the undead diva, Darby must emerge from her self-imposed exile and reinvent herself, which along the way allows her to find new joy back in the land of the living. The movie will actually release on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus under the Star Banner on December 2nd. It actually sounds really interesting. The image that we got to preview was her walking through her high school, presumably with the character of Capri by her side as probably a ghost in it in the... uh, movie but it's not no context is given in that photo of course but it, it sounds like a really really interesting story so i'll be checking that one out probably we also got new trailers this past week for best in snow which will be released on disney plus on november 18th and this one looks really interesting as well i like these sort of competition ones that disney do where they they make them themed i really enjoyed that oh what was it like be our guest or something like that i was hoping that it would return because it was originally filmed the first season before the pandemic and i know that the family that one got to be able to go on a cruise and this and the other. And I was hoping that we'd get another season of that because we really, really enjoyed it. But uh, this looks very similar, but it's where teams face off against each other to be able to produce these snow sculptures and uh, yeah it looks really really good and i'm looking forward to checking this one out over the holiday season we also got another new trailer this past week for disenchanted it has a ahead of its television release on november 18th there's a lot coming out over the next couple of weeks actually this actually gave us much a much better look at the new film's story and it'll be an interesting one to be able to check out but as i've said before we I don't know, we just didn't really enjoy the first one. We might end up checking it out, though, and just maybe just familiarising ourselves with it and just, I don't know, maybe looking at it with fresh eyes, let's say. We also got a new trailer for the Hip Hop Nutcracker, which will be released on Disney Plus on November 25th. It doesn't look like it's my sort of thing to be able to watch, if I'm honest. I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those things that's not my kind of thing that I would enjoy watching, but it does still look really good regardless. Moving on though, another first look we got this past week was for the upcoming animated Night at the Museum, Kamen Ra Rises Again, which was announced actually all the way back in 2020, but it's due to be released now on December 9th. It will follow Nick Daly, who is following in his father's footsteps as a night watchman at the American Museum of Natural History, so he knows what happens when the sun goes down. But when the maniacal ruler Kamen Ra escapes, it's up to Nick to save the museum once and for all. The actual first look image shows Nick in front of a T-Rex skeleton as well as a Easter Island statue in the background as well. We enjoyed the movies, so I'm looking forward to checking this one out. I think the kids will probably really enjoy it, but uh, yeah, I do kind of wish that they'd done another proper movie let's say but I can understand how that might have been challenging especially over the last couple of couple of years anyway but uh, yeah no we really enjoyed the first movies so we'll definitely be checking out this new animated movie when it's released in well just a few weeks time really. Moving on now we had a lot of casting announcements this past week for Agatha Coven of Chaos where first of all Variety reported that Joe Locke who many people may know from the Netflix series Heartstoppers. He's apparently joined the series as a male lead opposite Katherine Hahn. However, at this time, we're not really sure of what role he will play in the series and what the character's name will be and so on. The Illuminati also reported this past week that Aubrey Plaza, who is currently starring in HBO's The White Lotus, has also joined the series in an unknown role. And finally, Deadline reported as well, that Ali Arn from Raising Dion and Maria dizier is that how you pronounce that, from The Staircase, has also joined the series, both in unknown roles as well. It's really interesting and exciting to see all of these casting announcements, especially as filming on the series is expected to begin very, very soon, in fact. So yeah, I'm looking forward to finding out a lot more about this series over the coming months, and uh, Yeah, looking forward to checking this one out on TV. I think it's going to be a really interesting one in the MCU as well. And I think it's going to have a much wider connection to other future MCU projects, let's say. So yeah, looking forward to it. There have also been rumours floating around the internet that we could potentially be getting a brand new Grogu short on Disney Plus as soon as even November 12th screenshots supposedly from the italian disney plus site supposedly show something called star wars zen grogu and dust bunnies but not really anything is known about this at this time we don't know if it's an actual thing could have just been photoshopped for all i know because we've not really had any official word from disney let's say there's been no announcements that this would be coming it's not in any of the up up and coming lists that i usually refer to for like what's coming out in the next week two weeks and like next month and beyond sort of of things, so I find it really interesting that this got leaked, but I'll be keeping an eye out as to whether this will be introduced or not, because... I don't know how it could tie into the wider Star Wars universe, or if it's just something that's nice to have on the TV in the background. I know, like, especially around Christmas, we really enjoy having some of the like digital fireplaces on and things like that. I know there's like a Frozen one, and there's plenty on YouTube that have just got to, like presents around where Disney characters will roam in front of the character. There's a really fun Toy Story one, actually, but it could just be something like that, something that's intended to be just on in the background and maybe has no wider impact impact on the star wars universe let's say but uh, speaking of grogu it was announced this past week that the funko version of the beloved star wars character will be again joining the macy's thanksgiving day parade this year much like last year there will also be exclusive merchandise for the funko grogu as part of the parade including a new figure a t-shirt and also a hoodie which actually looks really good and i'd uh, really like to get my hands on that one let's say grogu is actually not the only character from disney plus who will be making an appearance though, the official Bluey social media posted over the weekend that a giant Bluey balloon will also be making an appearance in the parade, although there's no word yet on if there will be any accompanying merchandise, let's say, but I found it really interesting that especially Bluey which has become a a, kids phenomenon over here in the UK and by the sounds of it over in the US and in its uh, country of origin over in Australia as well so uh, yeah it sounds like it's uh, really really taken off and uh, I'm really proud of this because it's one that we really like the kids watching there's a lot of important messages and uh, life lessons that can be learned from a lot of the the stories that they communicate and they also feature a lot of really great topics i know in the most recent season which i don't think we have this episode yet at least over here in the uk they tackle a deaf child i think as well they also tackle a child who's uh, like got the parents away working overseas they've got children with autism and also people like children dealing with very different family dynamics as well so yeah I, really liking this bluey series it's a good one for the kids highly recommend it if you have your own family if you've not checked that one out before but uh, yeah no i think it's a good choice to be able to feature in the parade let's say abc announced this past week that it's developing a new single camera comedy series titled more and more more the first more in that is actually m and then it's more as in more of something I thought I'd point that out, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, it does sound a little bit odd when you're saying it. Anyway, more and more will follow a close-knit group of mostly gay sisters who have a family familial identity crisis when one of the lone bi sisters brings home her male fiancé into the family. The series will be produced by Damon Wayans Jr. and also Cameron Tarlow, along with Laura Ashley Smith, who will also be writing the series. A release date is not yet known at this time, and if it will also be released on Disney+, Plus, however, we will be keeping an eye out on this one. FX has ordered a new pilot series, titled The Answers, which will follow a young woman who, out of heartbreak, embarks on a mysterious experiment that promises to hack love. But after the program moves her to a private location with the other fellow female participants, she and her cohort soon realize they've all been simultaneously dating the same man. Should the series be picked up for a full season order, it's expected to air on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus internationally under the Star Banner. One series that is in development for Disney Plus everywhere, though, is a new young adult series titled A Crown of Wishes, which will be based on the novel of the same name. The story centres on Princess Gowri, I'm not sure if I am saying that correctly, I do apologize, who is imprisoned after a failed siege against her malevolent brother, the King of Baharata. When Gowri is exiled from her kingdom, she reluctantly teams up with Vikram, an untrustworthy prince from a rival neighboring land, to enter a tournament of wishes. One wish will be granted to the winner, and though Princess Gauri and Prince Vikram have differing agendas, they will be forced into an uneasy alliance and experience romance while saving both of their kingdoms. It's actually been reported that the spin and diary of a future president star of Antika, again, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that one correctly, apparently she will star in the series as Princess Gauri. We don't yet have a potential release date on this one, but again, this will be one that we'll be keeping an eye on for more information. We've also got a little bit of Marvel news this past week. I feel like I've been starting a lot recently on Marvel news, so decided to push this one a little bit later back in the news this week. Although saying that I have already covered about uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos as well, so maybe I didn't succeed very well in this. Anyway, getting back on track, I have spoken a few times about the new Wonder Man series, which is supposedly in development, and this past week, Deadline reported that, again, I I apologise in advance before I say this one because I'm going to absolutely butcher it more than likely, and I I do want to apologise for that. Deadline have reported that, Yaya Abdul Mateen the second is going to be playing the lead role of Simon Williams, aka Wonderman. And you may have seen him previously in titles such as uh, Aquaman. He played Bla- uh, Black Manta in Aquaman, and he's also starred in the HBO series Watchmen as well. So uh, yeah, looking forward to finding out more about this one because it does sound like this could be a really interesting series and could potentially set up Wonderman in future mcu projects let's say down the line so yeah looking forward to finding out more about this one this past week disney also released a new special look and also a poster for the upcoming willow series the new series will follow willow as he leads an unlikely crew of heroes on a quest to protect Andoni from an even larger foe than they had imagined possible i'm not actually sure whether i pronounced that right Andoni. Not too sure. It is one that I'm going to be making sure that I watch before the series is released. And in fact, I'll be including it in the weekly movie club. We'll be watching Willow between the 21st and the 27th, ahead of the new series' release on the 30th. Moving on now to the final two stories of the week, we received Disney's three-minute short Christmas advert this past week, titled The Gift, which is a powerful story of sibling relationships experienced through the eyes of the youngest child, Ella, as she adjusts to the changing family dynamic. At the heart of the story is a beloved glow-in-the-dark Mickey Mouse soft toy, which connects both past, present, and future. Whilst the elder brother, Max, is first shown giving Ella the Mickey Mouse to comfort her at night, Ella then gifts the soft toy to the newborn sibling at their first meet, welcoming them into the family. It's actually a really nice advert, and Disney always make these really nice adverts over the seasonal period, so if you want to be able to check that one out, you can head over to Disney's YouTube channel, and it's it's definitely one worth watching, let's say. We also finally heard this past week the lineup for Disney's Seasons of Streamings Christmas lineup, which actually includes many things that I've been speaking about over the past few weeks, so I will briefly cover this. We will be seeing titles including The Santa Clauses, which is actually due to release in about a week and a half's time, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Pentatonics Around the World for the Holidays, Best in Snow, and many, many more. Throughout the holiday season, Disney will also be highlighting special seasonal episodes of many Disney series, such as Mickey Saves Christmas, Raven's Home, Spidey and his Amazing Friends, and of course, many others. They'll also be highlighting past movies, including Noel, which was released on Disney Plus two years back now, I think it is, and also Muppet's Christmas Carol as well, among many, many others. So, really excited to be able to check out many of the Christmas movies this holiday season. In fact, I won't lie to you, we started today. We watched the very first The Santa Claus movie just ahead of the new series being released. We want to be able to, at least this weekend and and next weekend, watch two of the films, if not all three, just so that we're all fresh in our minds ahead of the new uh, TV series being released. But uh, yeah, really love The Santa Claus films. If you've heard any of my past episodes about the Santa Claus or Santa Clauses series coming, or even also covering the Santa Claus previously on the Weekly Movie Club, you will know how much I love Tim Allen in this role and I'm really really excited for this new series and I don't know, it's November. We're allowed to watch Christmas movies now. That's my justification. I'm sticking with it. I don't know, maybe next weekend we'll end up with putting up the Christmas decorations. I don't it won't surprise me at this rate. But that's about it for this week's news. What are you most excited about? Let me know, of course, over on social media at, at or forward slash the D plus club or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group or over on the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Now, though it's time for a brief break and then I'll be back with what's new and coming soon to Disney Plus this next
1: week. What are some of the most popular songs played on Sorcerer Radio? We'll find out every Monday morning on the SRN Top 10 at 8 a.m. Eastern. Vote for your favourite Disney song on the Sorcerer Radio app by pressing the vote button on the bottom part of the screen. That's the SRN Top 10 on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com Looking for the show that talks about all things Disney? Then check out the Disney List with Kristen and Al John. They've got news on Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, the parks, and so much more. Listen to the Disney List every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com.
0: And we're back. So what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Well, of course, this past week we had Andor episode nine, which I know I keep saying that this has been done in chapters, let's say, although I don't really feel like episode nine ended a chapter, let's say, but it did end on a very pivotal point in the story of where Andor currently is, let's say. And I think that especially leading into this next week's or next few weeks' episodes, we're really going to see Andor's mindset change and really become this rebel leader that we meet him in in Rogue One. So I think that this is not only a a changing pace on where these last few episodes have been and what's happening to him as a character and the people around him, i also think it's really going to set up how he'll become the person that he's going to be leading not into the close of the season the the next season as well but also into rogue one so really really enjoying this and i was speaking to someone at work about this the other day and i would go as far as saying that andor is one of my if not my favorite star wars show that has been released so far it's really close with the mandalorian i love the mandalorian but uh, I don't know, there's something special about this show, and uh, yeah, really enjoying it. If you're not checking out Andor yet, you don't even need to be a huge Star Wars fan to become invested in these characters. It's just a really, really good show overall. I haven't watched the latest episode of The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. However, after the last show, I did watch the weeks before, because I seem to be one week behind on these at the moment. So this evening, actually, after the show, I will be watching the latest episode, and... In the next show well, i'll probably watch the other episode that's gonna come in this next week and probably the week after that as well so hopefully by the time i get to the next recording i'll have uh, been all caught up and i'll be able to talk to you about how i feel about these episodes but i don't know i'm really enjoying it it's i don't know it's just not as good as the first season i don't think i don't think that there's that same sort of uh, like character progression i don't feel like we're really investing in these characters as much but there's still time yet, there's still plenty of episodes left in this season, but uh, I'm still enjoying it overall. I just don't feel as it's as good as the previous season, let's say. Well, that's about it, really. I don't think we've been really watching much else on Disney Plus this past week. We're At the moment, we're trying to catch up with Elementary, which we're watching over on Paramount Plus here in the UK. And also, I've been catching up with some movies and some other TV shows, such as the Reacher series on Amazon Prime. And also I'm trying to watch all of the Fantastic Beast films after finally finishing all of the Harry Potter audiobooks. I'm wanting to be able to watch the Fantastic Beast films as well. I've watched the first two. I don't think they're as good as the books, let's say, or the, like the Harry Potter books, but they do give a lot of extra backstory as well. I am conscious that this is the D Plus Club and I'm talking about lots of different streaming things from everywhere and movies from all over but yeah they're the sorts of things i've been watching this past week so i've not really been able to watch as many things on disney plus as uh, I was huge i would usually like to but especially coming up to the holidays i'll be uh, making sure to clear up some more time for disney plus and that's part of the reason why i'm trying to catch up on all of these other shows at the moment so we can watch all of these new things coming to disney plus over the holidays But what have we got to look forward to on Disney Plus starting this next week first? Well, starting on Monday in the US, you'll be getting another new episode from season 31 of Dancing with the Stars, which will air at 8pm Eastern and 5pm Pacific. Whilst in the UK, we'll be getting The Walking Dead season 11, episode 22. We'll also be getting another new episode of Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. Remember, if you're watching this in the UK, I believe it's not available until about 4.30 in the afternoon, so make sure to keep that in mind. Moving on to Wednesday, we'll be getting Save Our Squad with David Beckham, where after a career that has taken him to the summit of world football, he's now heading back to his source, East London, where his footballing journey began in the Echo Premier League. In Save Our Squad, David Beckham is joining up with the Westwood boys, an under-14 grassroots side from East London, who are in desperate need of help. Westwood have not won a game all season, and the threat of being relegated looms large. David is going to have to draw on all of his years of experience in the game if he's going to be able to stand a chance of saving them from relegation. From heroics to heartbreak, failure to redemption, the experiences that Westwood boys and their coaches and families will go through over the course of the season are ones that they will never forget. Next, we'll also be getting the new Zootopia Plus shorts, which dives deeper into the lives of some of the movie's most intriguing characters, including Fru-Fru, the newly married Arctic shrew, Gazelle's talented tiger dancers, and also the sloth full of surprises, Flash himself. We'll also be getting the Montanas, which will follow the iconic Montana family, headed by one of the most important artists in Latin music history, Ricardo Montana. This family of artists has become one of the most successful in the entertainment business and get a sneak peek at their daily lives as they balance family and professional life. Ricardo and Marlene, the parents, observe how the nest becomes emptier and emptier. Their eldest son, Ricky, is ready to marry an actress and model... Steffi Reutemann, I think that's how you say that. Eva Luna, the youngest, is expecting her first child with Camilo, and after overcoming a crisis trying to balance his work, life, and relationship, Mao, who is the middle child, announces he is expecting a baby with his wife, Sarah Escobar. We'll see stunning images and live performances, we'll get to know the family's lifestyle through videos captured on phones, interviews, and also private family footage. It actually sounds relatively interesting, this. I've not really heard much about it before now, but yeah, it sounds like one worth checking out, I would say. On Wednesday, we'll be getting Andor, episode 10, The Mysterious Benedict Society, season 2, episode 4, and also The Mighty Ducks Game Changers, season 2, episode 7. In the US, you'll also be getting Sumo Do, Sumo Don't, episode 4, Gordon Ramsay, Uncharted Showdown, season 1, The Lone Ranger, season 1, the Breakthrough, Seasons 1 and 2, World's Deadliest, Season 3, and also the Tatami Time Machine Blues, where on August 12th, after the remote control to his boarding house's only air conditioner is inadvertently destroyed by spilled cola, I devises a plan to return to yesterday, in a time machine to recover the remote before it breaks. However, his prankster friend Ozu cannot resist playing with past events, even if it means bringing the universe to the brink of destruction. Now, I finds himself racing through time to avoid disaster. In the UK on Wednesday, we'll be getting What We Do in the Shadows, Season 4, Episode 3, Grey's Anatomy, Season 19, Episode 3, Family Guy, Season 21, Episode 3, NCIS Hawaii, Episode 12, and also more new episodes of the International Series, Pink Lie, women in Taipei and also the black rock shooter downfall on Thursday here in the UK we'll also be getting the Kardashians season 2 episode 8 and then moving on to Friday we'll be seeing the edition of the National Geographic special fire of love where intrepid scientists and lovers Katia and Maurice Kraft die in a volcanic explosion doing the very thing that brought them together unravelling the mysteries of volcanoes by capturing some of nature's most explosive imagery. On Friday, we'll also all be getting the sing-along version of Mary Poppins Returns, whilst in the US, you'll also be getting some more new additions from National Geographic in the form of Sea of Shadows, Eyewitness D-Day, and also Port Security Hamburg. Now, as I said earlier, I will not be recording a new podcast next weekend as we have uh, lots of family events on that we'll be going to and just just spending a lot of time together as, as a family as I'd originally been booked to go to Orlando. So I will cover some of what's coming the following week, but I won't cover absolutely everything as I usually do. Uh, so we will be getting, of course, many of the latest episodes of series such as Dancing with the Stars and or Mighty Ducks Game Changers and many others. But also on Wednesday the 16th, we'll be getting The Santa Clauses, Episodes 1 and 2. The premiere of Limitless, starring Chris Hemsworth. And also in the US, you'll be getting a bunch of new National Geographic specials and series being added as well. Moving on to Friday the 18th, we'll be getting Mickey, The Story of a Mouse, which I actually spoke about only just earlier. And also The Wonderful Autumn of Mickey Mouse, Disenchanted, and also the premiere of Best in Snow. And then even moving on from that again, on Sunday the 20th, we'll be getting Elton John Live, Farewell from Dodger Stadium, which will actually begin at 7.30 Pacific time in the US, which will actually give a live red carpet before the concert actually begins at 8pm Pacific as well. But that's about it for this next couple of weeks. What are you most looking forward to? Let me know, of course, over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club or of course over in the social radio discord at srsounds.com forward slash the D plus club. I am going to take another short break now and then we'll be back with the weekly movie club.
1: Hi, it's Jeff Davis here on Sorcerer Radio. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time for DW60. We'll start things off with Press Row as we talk about some of the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort. And, of course, there's always rumors floating around, and I'll cover them during the rumors of the week. And I'll be reading your emails during email time. As always, I'll be playing some of your favorite Disney music from around the Walt Disney World Resort. If you missed the show, catch the replay that evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can always catch up on the news of the week during DW60's Press Row podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. It's DW60 with me, Jeff Davis, here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at 3 Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at MagicallyScented.com. Source for radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next Magically Scented order.
0: for the weekly movie club and as i mentioned earlier this past week's movie club movie has been moana so if you've never seen moan before this is your spoiler warning if you don't want to be spoiled pause the show go and watch the film and then come on back and join us for the rest of the podcast now with the spoiler warning out of the way let's get right into it on the Polynesian island of Montanui, the inhabitants worship the goddess of nature, Tefiti, who brought life to the ocean long ago using a punamu stone as her heart and the source of her power. Maui, the trickster, shape-shifting demigod of the wind and sea and master of sailing, steals the heart to give humanity the power of creation. This causes Tefiti to disintegrate, and Maui is attacked offshore by Tikar, a volcanic demon. He loses both the heart and his magical giant fishhook to the depths of the sea. A thousand years later, the ocean chooses Moana, daughter of the Montanui chief, Tui, to return the heart to Te Tui and Sina, Moana's father and mother, try to keep her away from the ocean to prepare her to become the island's chief. Sixteen years later, a blight strikes the island, killing vegetation and reducing the fish catch. Moana suggests going beyond the island's reef with her pet pig, Pua, to find fish and to find out what is happening, but Tui forbids it. Moana tries to conquer the reef but is overpowered by the tides and is shipwrecked back to Montanui. That afternoon, Moana's grandmother, Tala, shows her a secret cave of ships, revealing that their people were once voyagers until Maui stole the Fiti's heart and the ocean was no longer safe without it. Tala explains that Takar's darkness is poisoning the island, but it can be cured if Moana finds Maui and has him restore the Heart of Tafiti. Having been given the Heart of Te Fiti by the ocean, Tala gives it to Moana. Tala later falls ill and on her deathbed tells Moana that she must depart and find Maui. Moana sets sail from the secret cave along with her dim-witted pet rooster Heihei who is stowed away aboard the boat. Along their voyage, they are caught in a typhoon and shipwrecked on an island where they are introduced to Maui, who boasts about all of his achievements. She demands that Maui return the heart, but he refuses and traps her in a cave before leaving on her boat. Moana escapes and confronts Maui, who reluctantly lets her on the boat after the ocean keeps bringing her back. After leaving the island, they are attacked by Kakamora, coconut pirates who seek the heart but Moana and Maui are able to outwit them. Moana realizes that Maui is no longer a hero since he stole the heart and cursed the world, and convinces him to redeem himself by returning the heart. However, Maui must first retrieve his magical fish hook from the realm of monsters from Tamatoa, the giant coconut crab. While Moana distracts Tamatoa, Maui retrieves his hook, only to find himself unable to control his shape-shifting. He is overpowered by Tamatoa, but Moana's quick thinking allows them to escape with the hook. Maui reveals that his first tattoo was earned when his mortal parents abandoned him as an infant, and the gods, taking pity on him, granted him his powers. After some reassurance from Moana, Maui starts to teach her the art of sailing, whilst also gaining control of his powers, and the two begin to grow closer. They arrive at Tafiti's island only to be attacked by Takar. Moana refuses to return back, resulting in Maui's hook being badly damaged. Unwilling to lose his hook in another confrontation with Takar, Maui abandons a tearful Moana who asks the ocean to find someone else to restore the heart, and she loses hope. The ocean, though, obliges and takes the heart, but Tala's spirit appears, inspiring Moana to find her true calling. She retrieves the heart and sails back to confront Takar. Maui also returns, having had a change of heart, and buys Moana time to reach Tafiti by fighting Takar, destroying his hook in the process. Upon being unable to find Tafiti, Moana realizes that Takar is Tafiti, corrupted without her heart. The ocean clears a path for Moana, allowing her to return the heart to Tafiti who heals the ocean and also the islands of the blight. Maui apologises to Tefiti who fixes his hook and decorates Moana's boat with flowers before falling into a deep sleep and becoming an island once more. Moana bids farewell to Maui and Tafiti, returning home where she reunites with her parents. Moana takes up her role as chief, and also Wayfinder, by leading her people out as they resume voyaging the ocean, with Maui flying over them in hawk form. In a post credit scene, Tamatoa is still stuck on his back, and he addresses the audience, knowing that they would help him if his name was Sebastian. Moana was released on November 23rd, 2016. With a budget of between $150 and $175 million, it went on to make $645 million at the global box office. After directing The Princess and the Frog in 2009, Ron Clements and also John Musker also started working on an adaptation of Terry Pratchett's Mort, but problems with acquiring the necessary film rights prevented them from continuing with the project. To avoid a reoccurrence of this issue, they pitched three original ideas to Disney. The genesis of one of these ideas was the one that was ultimately greenlit, and this actually occurred in 2011, when Musker began reading upon the Polynesian mythology and learned of the heroic exploits of the demigod Maui. Intrigued with the rich culture of Polynesia, he felt it would be a suitable project for an animated film. Shortly thereafter, Musker and Clements wrote a treatment and pitched it to John Lasseter, who recommended that both of them should go on research trips. Accordingly, in 2012, Clements and Musker went on a research field trip to Fiji, Samoa and also Tahiti to meet the people of the South Pacific Ocean and learn more about their culture. At first, they'd actually planned to make the entire film about Maui, but in their initial research trips, this actually inspired Clements to pitch a new idea focusing on the young daughter of a tribal chief. Clements and Musker were fascinated to learn during their research that the people of Polynesia actually abruptly stopped making long-distant voyages about 3,000 years ago. The reasons for the halt of this voyaging tradition still actually largely remain unknown, but scholars have theorized that climate change, resulting shifts in ocean currents, and also wind patterns, could be a possible explanation. Native peoples of the Pacific resumed voyaging again around about 1,000 years later. Clements and Musker also set the film at that point in time, about 2,000 years ago, on a fictional island in the central Pacific Ocean, which drew inspiration from elements of real-life islands in the nations of Fiji, Samoa, and also Tonga. Over the five years it took to develop and produce the film, Clements and Musker actually recruited experts from across the South Pacific, to form an Oceanic Story Trust, who consulted on the film's cultural accuracy and also sensitivity, as the story evolved through nine different versions. For example, the trust responded very negatively to a depiction of Maui as bald, and also to a proposed scene in which Moana threw a tantrum by throwing coconuts. In response, Maui was reworked with longer hair, and the coconut scene was scrapped completely. Let's have a look at some other movie facts now, though. The majority of the film's cast members are actually of Polynesian descent. Alan Tudyk is actually the only main cast member who ha- doesn't have any Polynesian descent. Speaking of which, as well as providing the voice, can you say, for Heihei, or his vocal effects, let's say, Alan Tudyk also actually voices the villager who suggests cooking Heihei. During the 2015 D23 Expo panel for Disney's slate of upcoming animated films, Moana's last name was actually given as Wailiki, I think that's how you say that anyway, but that name was actually not retained for the final, final film. Dwayne Johnson has vocalised his opinions that he actually believes that voice acting is actually one of the most difficult careers in acting, and he's personally annoyed when celebrities are cast in animated films and actually voice their characters very badly. When Johnson was cast in the film, he repeatedly asked other voice actors present if he was really giving a good performance. Like with many other animated films, many of the voice actors didn't actually meet throughout production. Ilui Cravalho actually said that she didn't meet Dwayne Johnson until they did a photo shoot together after the actors were actually done with their voice recording sessions. The tattoos on Chief Tui's abdomen are actually the same tattoos who were worn by Dwayne Johnson's maternal grandfather, who was also a pro wrestler. The genie's lamp from Aladdin in 1992 can also be seen on Tamatoa's shell, and also when gaining his hook back from Tamatoa, Maui actually transforms into Sven from Frozen. Also, you can actually see in one of the scenes that Moana looks like she's packed a toy Olaf for her journey as well. I thought that was quite a fun one to be able to see. The first baby born during production in the production baby's credits is actually Sebastian, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda's son, who was actually b- born during the making of this film. He's named for the crab in The Little Mermaid, and Sebastian is also referenced in the closing credits scene as well. And that's about it for this week's movie. I actually really enjoy Moana. Moana is actually probably one of my favourite, if you can call them princess animated films, let's say. I don't know. I think between Moana and also Merida and those types of characters, I think that they have a very strong female role within these films. And I re- really enjoy this role for Moana, but also Maui as well. And just just the entire story of the, this film. I think it was done very well. I feel as if it represents that culture very, very well, and I think Disney also see that because, of course, the Polynesian resort at Walt Disney World they've actually changed some of the rooms there to be Moana themed because they have that sort of Polynesian origin and descent as well. So, no, really, really enjoyed this film. As always, I ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments on the movie each week. So, let's see what you had to say. Brandon said, this is a great movie with some great songs. Rookwolf said, I love Moana. Sarah said, fantastic movie. One of our family's favorites with a great soundtrack. It's a wonderful story that for the first time was a change of pace from the stories that Disney Animation was putting out. And Tim over on Instagram said, I actually really enjoy this movie. It's one of my favorite Disney Animation movies of recent years thank you everyone for your comments on this week's movie now though it's time to see what the guys over at Diz his had to say about moana
2: Diz is this is review review
3: so d plus for this week is moana one of my favorite Diz, disney movies of all time uh what do you guys think of this movie chris
4: i love this movie uh i don't think it's the best movie in the world but i love it anyway it's uh, like the story of the movies, okay? I'm not, not going to say okay. It's very good, but it's just not. Uh, the story isn't like amazing, but the soundtrack is amazing, and that's what. Uh, so combined with like the the characters and the soundtrack, it it helps carry this to like elite level status for me. I love this movie. It's very rewatchable.
3: I
2: agree, very very rewatchable. I love the music. Love love uh, the story. What do you think, Alex? I also like this movie a lot. I don't agree with Chris though. I think the story is just as good as the music, but the music is top tier for sure. And I think, um, yeah, it's just a great movie from beginning to end. It's very rewatchable. I've seen it probably a multitude of times. I imagine any father has who has kids, especially a daughter. Um, and you know what? I if my if my daughter was like tomorrow, let's watch Moana. I would definitely find myself watching it for a good fifteen minutes before I decided to like clean the house or something.
4: This is one of my uh, intoxicated movies. Like for some reason, whenever I drink too much, I always put on Moana. Really so nice. Yeah, when I'm by myself, I just throw on Moana. It's just it's just like one of those movies.
2: Dude, I it's love like the when songs? You, when when you have a night where, where
4: you're where you're having some drinks, it's like you know. At the end of the night sometimes you just want to sit down and watch a movie so i go on to you know disney plus or something i see moana i always have to click it it's just because you can mindlessly watch it just because the songs are so fun it's such yeah. a funny movie it's so fun uh yeah. who's your guys favorite character in the movie
3: well good question uh go ahead alex moana straight up i'm gonna say maui man maui 100 no. w- w- no, percent. how about you chris
4: i have an unconventional one so hey, emily hey. and i saw this in the movie theater and, um, when they went to Tamatoa's lair mm-hmm. and he sang that shiny song, yeah. I was like, I was laughing so loud in the movie theater. Cause I thought it was the most ridiculous, hilarious thing. Yeah. That's so, a great scene. T- yeah. So Tamatoa has, uh, he's actually, I wouldn't even say he's my favorite character in the movie. He's one of my favorite Disney characters. I think yeah, he's, that's awesome. I think he's the best.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: So later on in this episode, we're going to have Steve come on and we're going to talk about our cruise. Right. So I did go on a Disney cruise, went on the wish and Tamatoa. Um, when we were going on the aqua mouse, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about the aqua mouse later on in the show, but there's like a hidden Tamatoa on there. So we were about to go up this, like, you know, up the ride and the lady who's kind of controlling everything. She was like, look for Tamatoa. Am I saying the name? Right. Close enough. Yeah, right, Tamatoa. Right? yeah. Tamatoa. Yeah. Tamatoa. Yeah. So look for a hidden Tamatoa. So of course, like I was with my son and it's like a two seat and we we're looking for it everywhere. Uh, and we found like Tamatoa and then we went on it again. And she was like, look for Nemo. And we looked for Nemo. We found Nemo uh, i about talk more about that later on uh, but Chris, you would—I think that's something that you would like, right? Oh, if mean, yeah, you're looking for him, it's like a hidden gem.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a great character. Yeah. I wish you got a. look. you know, he he gets uh, he gets like sneaky recognition and things. Like, you see him on t-shirts and stuff. He's just such yeah. a ridiculous character. That that whole song is just so funny. Yeah, like, it is. he's it like is so really evil funny. and like trying, but then he gets distracted by how much he loves himself.
2: <laughs> I love I love when he's like, "Are you trying to get me to talk about myself? Yeah, because I will." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it's a great movie because Maui's the same way. Maui's very like self centered, you know, right? But of course, you see the the character development at the end. He starts to realize it's probably not the best way to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the I don't know. It's a good movie. Great movie. It's one of those. It's a go to movie for me. I could watch it over and over again. It has a great message. uh Also, the animation in it is great. Um, mm-hmm. Would you say? Are great. They're funny. Would you
2: say it's like the best? Uh, last ten year. Uh, princess movie that's came out? Mm. That's
4: a good question. I wouldn't say... That and Frozen 2 are are up there neck and neck with me. No way. For me.
2: Moana's way better than nah. Frozen or Frozen 2. I really like Frozen I don't thing, like Frozen. The only like thing that Frozen gets close 2. to it is Tangled.
4: Tangled wasn't yeah. 10 years ago. That was longer than 10 years ago. I was it? Like. Is it really? Has to be. I think that would probably be like oh nine.
3: Yeah, so, 12 years. Steve is saying. Uh, I also like... I, I wouldn't say it's like... I didn't say it was my favorite Disney movie. It's definitely one, one of my favorites. Um, I think Encanto is better. I, can, I, w- I would watch Encanto over Moana.
2: You want to hear more from Joe, Alex, Jin, and Chris? Just visit DizHiz.com and listen to DizHiz on all podcast platforms.
0: Thank you very much as always, guys. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1pm and 8pm Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website, at srsounds.com forward slash dizhiz. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the movie each week, you can do so in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. It's srsounds.com forward slash discord. Or, of course, on any of my posts over on social media at at or forward slash the D Plus Club or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Next week for the Weekly Movie Club, we'll be watching the Tom Hanks movie, Big. Well, actually, that's going to last two weeks since I'm actually not going to be recording next weekend, though. But until then, hopefully you have a good couple of weeks. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. And hopefully you can tune in again next time. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.